This episode of the prod, bleh, prod, this episode of the podcast, that's a new type of podcast. It's called it's podcasting. podcasting. It's where we push you towards something. We prod you in the direction. for you. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you tell us what you like and we'll prod okay. you in that direction. But this podcast episode is brought to you by Love Good Fats. Love Good Fats is an amazing company that creates incredibly healthy keto, non-GMO. What else? Uh, healthy, delicious indulgent chocolate goodness goodness and some of them are chocolate some of them aren't they're just like healthy they're good fats they're good bars they're healthy fats <laughs> they're healthy fats for you good fats there are good fats and there are bad fats yes. and all of the love good fat bars are made with good fats and we love them we, we get them and we put them in the freezer and then we want a healthy treat that's what we enjoy What's your favorite? We do love good fats. Um, you know, I was very much about the chocolatey almond, and I do like that. But then they came out with the lemon mousse bars. Lemon mousse. And lemon mousse changed my world. <laughs> like, <laughs> They're delicious. They are fantastic. Yeah. We can't speak highly enough of them. The easiest way to both get delicious, healthy, keto-friendly, non-GMO, wonderful company that's founded by a member of the LGBTQ community is go to energyislovepodcast.com, click on sponsors up top, and you will find a link for Love Good Fats. You can go there, purchase any and all that you want, and then when you go to check out, be sure to enter in Energy is Love. You will save 20% on that order, which is pretty significant. And on top of that, you will help this podcast. Help this podcast. Help the podcast. <laughs> help the podcast. Is it a prod or is it a pod? It's a pod. It's a podcast. It's a podcast. Go get some Love Good Fats. This is a fun episode. Yes. Yeah, we get recount our journey and our experiences in the desert with the Sacred Mushroom Revival Festival Summer Solstice Event 2021 thing that it we went to. It was an event. And uh, it's all about that. It's all about our journey into the desert with all sorts of different fun things. And uh, I loved it. I loved it. It was a fun episode. It's very fun. And we tell you how you can win tickets to two free tickets to Brandy Carlisle's concert in Quincy, Washington at the Gorge on August 14th. Yeah. We're giving away. We're doing a special giveaway for the podcast. And we touch upon those details. You can also learn more at Instagram. Enjoy this show, folks. Go support us everywhere. Like, subscribe, share, all that fun stuff that people do. And thank you at the end of the day for simply listening to this podcast over the years. We have so much fun doing it and it keeps growing. So I love you, Stephanie. I love you, Craig. Enjoy this episode, folks. You're listening to the Energy is Love podcast. Energy is Love podcast, episode 240 something or another. Baby, it's a hot one. It's a hot one, it's Mr. Grinch. It's a hot Grinch. one, baby, this evening. Oh, Isn't that how I it goes? I'm looking for some hot tonight. stuff. Hot stuff. You're so much better with the songs. Yeah? So much better. Yeah. I'm a songster. Can I tell you first off before we get into everything how grateful I am that I have this um, obsessive compulsive thing that I can fuck with while we uh, record and do this podcast? Is it very helpful? So nice. Do you know what I notice I do? The what? entire time, I fidget with my hands. So the whole time, every time I see something, all I see is me fidgeting with, with your my hands. hands. And I'm like, I need something to play with because this looks ridiculous. <laughs> I have something you can play with. Oh, should we take that out on the video? Here, I can reach yeah, it. Yeah, I have another deck of cards. <laughs> uh, we have a lot of fun stuff to talk about on this episode, but the first thing we want to talk about is the exciting giveaway that we're doing. Yes, we are giving away two, two free tickets to our favorite, our love, <laughs> Brandy Carlisle. <laughs> you get to go to Brandy Carlisle's concert August 14th at the Gorge Amphitheater in Quincy, Washington. Yes, super exciting. All the details are on Instagram. Mm -hmm. uh, if you go and look, there's a video you'll see. It's all about... How you can win two free tickets to go see Brandy. You still have to pay for travel and lodging and all that other kind of stuff. You got to get yourself there. But when you get there, we will give you free tickets for that concert. Cheryl Crow is going to be performing. 
Uh, and Brandy always has like other people, right? Mm-hmm. She always brings all these amazing people with her and has has them perform as well. So I'm not sure who's going to be there. I know that um, this concert was originally scheduled for 2020, but we all know what happened there. We had when we got the tickets way back when we were super excited to go and the way that things have turned out with this year yeah it would have been our third brandy concert it would have been our third third of many 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 to come and we're gonna go again obviously i want to go see her at red rocks yes that would be amazing that would be a good one maybe somebody will be giving away a pair of tickets to red rocks (laughs) that we can win that will fit where we can go uh, but this is your opportunity if you're a fan of Brandy like we are mm-hmm. and you want to go to her concert, uh, just go to Instagram and it's super easy. You got to like follow us. You got to like the video. You got to tag who you want to take with to the concert. And that's basically it. Mm-hmm. But all the details are there. The winner is going to be announced on July 9th. Mm-hmm. So stay tuned. We'll definitely be talking about it on the podcast in the future. Yes. Anything super else? Super exciting and good luck to you and whoever the winner is. Congratulations. Yeah. Yeah. You'll have to take lots of pictures and send them to us. Oh, please, 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 please. <laughs> and if you've never seen Brandy perform oh. live, it's amazing. It's really, really amazing. Yeah. She's super magical. Jeez. I'm about ready to cry. And if you've seen previous <laughs> podcasts where we talk about her, you know that I cry when I see Brandy Carlo. You do. You're like, I think that's her. <gasps> I sob. I love her so so much. I was looking to see I love her. Uh, if you go and listen to, I think it's episode 148. Oh my gosh. Our is, phone's not working. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Episode 148. We talk a lot about the first time that we saw her in mm-hmm. Telluride. And then we saw her at the beginning of 2020. It was like one of her last concerts, actually. I yeah. think like one or like the last or second to last time that she performed live before everything fell apart. We saw her in Salt Lake City. And yeah. Anyways, we're not going to do another uh, entire episode we of might. Brandy. But I can feel it. The emotions coming <laughs> up in me. Go check us out on Instagram. And then. And then. And now we get to talk about what we're going to talk okay. about. Okay. And on to the show. On to the on show. To. Do you remember are. what that is? Yes. It's the Energy is Love podcast. <laughs> That's the show. <laughs> we're going to talk about our podcast. <laughs> now we're going to talk about our experience. What was it? The Divine the Divine Assembly. I was going to say the Divine Assembly. I'm like, that's not. And it was the about. Sacred. Sacred. What did they no, call it? No, it was their Mushroom thing? Sacrament. That was like one part of it. Oh. But what was the name of the event? Do you remember? Summer Revival. Summer, okay. There's a few names. Yeah, the so Revival Festival. Names. What we fondly refer to it as is just like the. What did we call it when we were talking about it? Do you remember? We talked about it on an on the last week's episode what did we call it i know that we refer to it like because it was out here where they've had the um i keep saying event 11 but what i meant to say was element Element. 11 yeah this was a different organization Yeah, it was different it was just at the same place but i didn't i thought it was just a name change but it was a completely different organization so if you didn't listen to last week's episode uh what it was was just a festival out in the desert um very burning man-esque just in a smaller scale, a smaller Smaller version. And it was our first time experiencing something like that. Mm -hmm. We had a lot of um, uh, fear and anxiety leading up to it. A little bit. A lot of it. A lot of it. And it was like, it was so funny. Afterwards. We were so silly. We were so silly. I remember thinking once we actually got there, because even like the day of driving to it and we had a 10 minute commute to get there it was way far we had to literally leave our house and drive 10 minutes and we were there and (laughs) even that was a scary experience in the anxiety and the stress and then like we hid in our van for a while (laughs) (laughs) we had to get brave (laughs) to go venture out and it's so silly it was like it's i don't know what we were really afraid of what were you really afraid of you think um Well, I didn't know what to expect. There was a lot of emotions going on. I knew it was going to be an experience. And there was also a part of me that um, because it was local, like there's the benefit. It's 10 minutes away. But then there's all my hangups. I'm like, it's 10 minutes away. We're going to see people that we know. (laughs) And I, you know, I have. There's like, there's how I present myself in the public. And then there is this other side of me that 
is the real me that comes out that um, a lot of people in this town, the majority, they just don't because I don't I don't have a lot of close people anyway. So I was afraid of being seen. I was afraid of being seen in my uh, I don't even know. I was just letting loose and I was afraid of being seen, but I was also super excited to be seen. I guess too. Yeah. I was excited to be me, but I was also like, holy shit, they're going to see me. (laughs) That was, I think kind of me, you know, I don't know. I had a lot of anxiety over just like feeling, because I feel at the time, what's really funny is this event actually kind of helped. But at the time I, um, leading up to it, I was feeling very uncomfortable in my own skin. Oh yeah. Like just very awkward and uncomfortable Mm -hmm. and, you and I both have been doing a lot of, not even a lot of like copious amounts of like internal work lately and processing and emotional healing and all sorts of different stuff in the con- context of our therapy and our relationship and sort all sorts of stuff. Mm-hmm. So very vulnerable. Mm-hmm. I felt very vulnerable leading up to this event. I and agree. it was simple, like I just want to go and be myself yeah. and relax. And that was really hard to yeah. do. Yeah. <laughs> so hard (laughs) and it was really scary to do isn't that silly so silly so so silly yeah you know that should be our our default our natural right but i feel like so much of me is not accepted that i'm not allowed to be me i can but then there's going to be severe consequences yeah what do you feel um i just feel uncomfortable i'm constantly moving around excuse me thinking that people don't like me yeah you know, where it's like I'm too much for people or um, yeah. we'll get into uh, we'll get into it now because kind of like I experienced the same feeling when we were there. Yeah. Where it was like um, just like for clarity purposes, I hope Sorry. probably should have asked you ahead of time. We can pause real quick and I'll whisper in your ear. But okay. obviously you're OK with talking about the. extent of how we enjoyed ourselves there does that make sense Mm. to you code talking woman code talk yes it does make sense do i feel comfortable with it and and with which ways we enjoyed ourselves i am nervous but it's okay right sure yeah of course it's okay i I never have a problem i know you never do i do i don't have a problem anyways we had a plan to go to this event and relax and enjoy ourselves. And part of that plan was being able to, um, Stephanie and I have had a handful of experiences with uh, psilocybin and enjoying some mushrooms. Plant medicine. Um, And so we took the perfect amount uh, as far as mushrooms go to just relax and be able to settle into the space. And like, I love- Not a journey. Yeah, there wasn't, it wasn't a a large amount by any Mm. means, but I love, uh, the experience of mushrooms and nature. Yeah. I love being outside with mm-hmm. it. It's such a magical experience to be really outside cool. with I it. I can still see how beautiful those mountains yeah. were. They were phenomenal. Yeah. There were so many things yeah. that were so like, I mean, if you've never enjoyed mushrooms before, we highly, highly, highly recommend it. Interesting choice of words. What do you mean? Highly recommend <laughs> <laughs> so we got a little elevated. I, I would I would encourage first use them as medicinal and then get to know the magic and then take it from there. Yeah. So you have this appreciation of the healing benefits. Yeah. I mean that that's my take, but you know, do what you do. Do what you do. And go outside. Mm-hmm. Get outside. Connect with nature and do it. And we were very connected with nature. It was a hot day. It was hot. And it was like in the desert and dirt and dust and all sorts of stuff but i'm too embarrassed to wear shorts so i was in these like black leggings first i was in a black t-shirt and black (laughs) leggings and i was like and then changed it to a lighter shirt and black leggings and at one point i was in my underwear but we'll get to that anyways i didn't leave all those clothes on (laughs) we'll get to that um there was a because they have a lot of different locations kind of set up around where you can hang out and kind of chill underneath canopies and on comfy couches and it's just kind of during the day before you know music and all sorts of stuff goes on at night and um so we were kind of milling around meeting people and 
uh, we were sitting down underneath this canopy on these couches, just talking with mm -hmm. some people. And I remember that was right about the time when the mushrooms started to uh, kick a little bit. And I felt so silly and so nervous and yeah. so awkward. And I felt like everybody that we were talking to hated me and thought that I was like the most annoying person in the whole world. And they were all just like secretly looking at their watches that they weren't wearing, planning on when they could get up and leave because this guy was fucking driving them crazy. Mm -hmm. So that was like... I hate that you felt that. I do too. It's frustrating, but it's also accurate. The yeah. sad thing is that that's kind of how I move through life. Yeah. Where if I'm going to be myself, which I was trying really hard to be, then people are going to not want to uh, hang out with me and spend time with me. And it's not the case, right? Yeah, it's um, not the case. It's not the case at all, but that's kind of the uh, story that I tell myself and the thing that keeps me from kind of being myself. But as the day progressed and kind of as the night progressed, I was able to relax into that a little bit more and feel a little bit more comfortable. Um, Is your eye bothering you? I just got some funk in it. Yeah, just take it and like brush it down. You'll have an eyelash that's going prink. Am I it's brushing on your, down or up? It's down. It's on your bottom lash. Okay. Well, it's all fucked now. Is it? Let's see. Yeah. Well, I can't see How's it that? from here. So either it's in your eye. Oh, no, it's right here. You have a wish. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Blow it off my cheek. Um, one of the cool things about this event, too, was we got to meet the uh, people from Mush Mormons on Mushrooms. Yeah. Which we were remember super excited them? about. Yeah. Oh, it was so cool. If you don't remember them, uh, several months, weeks ago. I don't uh, think it was months. It's been a month or two. It might have been. It has not been weeks. It's been a while. I, I think it was back in March or April. I don't know. I don't do time. <laughs> I don't do time and I do not. I don't live in that realm. Okay. But we got to meet all the people from Mormons on Mushrooms. So shout out to Mike and Doug and Shalice. Yes. They uh, were there in person. We had a uh, little Instagram interview with them back in the day. And you can go find that on Instagram. But super cool. Super cool. I really like them. I did too. And I like the family that they had with them too that we got to meet. Mm -hmm. Super nice. Really, really like those ladies. Yeah. They were wonderful, and we got to spend some time and hang out with them, and that was really fun. Yeah. And it was fun to just be kind of in the space of everything that was going on because mm -hmm. it was kind of so new for us. And I feel silly. Like, I feel, I feel dumb that we're just talking about, like, this was a new experience. And it was. I know, but, like, I feel foolishness because almost. we're not professional rave festival attenders yeah and it seems like you know baby's functional... first rave at 40 <laughs> exactly like functional adults should have some sort of experience you should have really been event. to like rave festivals by now you should be ashamed exactly but the reality is <laughs> we've I been think... to a bluegrass festival we have thank you brandy <laughs> <laughs> um so i feel kind of silly that we were you know silly about it um, we are cute. We are cute. We, and I like who we are because we also did this other thing where they have like different areas and sections where people would tent and camp and set up, right? Mm -hmm. And they also have an area way off into the back, like the back nine. <laughs> for the old people. Right? For the people that want, want some, quiet. <laughs> some peace and quiet. And that's where we set up that's shop. That's where we camp. That's where we put our van and, yeah. and, uh, I need that though. I too. do too. Yeah, I yeah. need to recharge. I need to isolate for a little bit to yeah. recalibrate my nervous system. Yeah. So that was, I mean, it was funny that we're those type of people, but I also like that we're those type of people. I'm grateful they had that area. I did too. Yeah. It was very sparse. There weren't a lot of people back there. No. <laughs> there was only a couple of us that wanted some peace and quiet, uh -huh. but it was wonderful. And um, I don't know, what are some key moments that stand out to you? Well, I can I'll ask think you that of question a... and then you ask me. Well, I can thing. think of key moments, but Let's then I feel it. like it's going to take over the rest of the podcast. Th there is no linear. Remember, That's time right. is not important to you. I really want to hear some key moments for you. I will tell mine, but I really want to hear yours first. Okay. And if is that okay? Yes. Okay. Um, you and I are practicing so much, like, not brutal honesty. I remember thinking over the past few years that that's kind of the um, terminology that we've used. Yeah, now it's that, radical. Well, it's like it, honesty is not hard. Like it doesn't have it to be rough. Be. Yeah. It doesn't have to be brutal. It's yeah. just like open and real, like honesty, right? Yeah. So I'm going to try to express some honest opinions of the entire Let's do event. Because it. it was really 
an impactful little weekend for me. Yeah. And what was funny too was that it was only like, what did we come? We up didn't with? even stay twenty four hours. Yeah, we were there for like seventeen hours total yeah. or something. Yeah. When we woke up in the morning, we were like, "Oh, time to go." <laughs> yeah. Seven o'clock. Hey. Let's, let's, let's get out of here. Get it was fun. God, we got such a drive. Catch ahead you of later. Us. <laughs> we didn't even say goodbye. We just drove off. <laughs> Catch you later. It's okay. We were um, done. Yeah, I didn't know what to expect. I expected that there was going to be more people there. There were quite a few people there, but I thought it was going to be a much bigger event. Um, I kind of expected like the, there was a lot of people that were very comfortable or seemingly comfortable in their skin. Yeah. Um, how freaking cool. Yeah. Like, um, I liked that level of freedom. I'm talking about like, there's people that, I mean, it's the same stuff that you, if you've never been to an event like this, it's, it's kind of what you would expect. There's people dressed up in costumes of sorts or just you know clothing that they wouldn't necessarily wear or naked uh there were naked people naked um all just a big spectrum of things and um i liked all of that like that made me feel that made me feel more comfortable yeah that made me feel more um at peace and um I was surprised at how much i just wanted to talk to people and connect with it was so cool I, yeah. hadn't, I hadn't seen you like reach out to people that much ever. You were just like out of your way, like high, engaging, and just it was so cool. Yeah, like I leading up to it, I thought I really wanted to dance. Like in the yeah. in the past few months, we've been having a lot of fun just in you and I and here at the house and like feeling relaxed and I like movement and I like dancing and I like being silly. And so in my mind, I'm like, this is going to be a perfect event for me because I'm going to be able to dance and be free. And it turns out that's not really who I am. Yeah. I like little bits of it. And I think at times I feel it more than other times. But who I really am is like, I just want to fucking connect with people. I want to talk to people. I want to engage. I want to hear about them. And it's funny too, because it's not even like here. I mean, I listen to people, obviously, but I want to like feel people. Mm -hmm. I want to connect with people and feel them. And um, that was a real driving force of what I was wanting to do. but that's kind of not the space or event for it. It is actually. You think so? I, I think it is. But there was just something that I don't know. It was just like kind of tilted. Mm. You know, it was like it's the space for that. It was that. But something was just slightly off that it didn't. You didn't really see that happening very much. It was pretty much like little pockets of it little pockets of it but those were like familiar pockets yeah and then every once in a while you'd see a little blend and a little community because everybody felt it and then it would just kind of like yeah so there was something that was just slightly off yeah i think could be yeah could be some sort of maybe it was me maybe i was just slightly off i don't know it was (laughs) uh speaking from like the perspective of energies at the time and the summer solstice and big energies there's a lot of stuff going There's on energetically, right? Big energies. There's still a lot going on There's still a currently. Lot. Yeah. It's definitely a time of change for a lot of people. Um, it's bringing positive, well, like high and low vibrations with yeah. it. There's some really, really good things going on and there's some, like maybe they'll be good in the long run, but there's some kind of shitty things going on too. But every single person I'm talking to is affected by it, is yeah. experiencing it, and is like, what is happening? Yeah, everybody's got something yeah. going on in their life right now. Yeah. Um, I like, you and I are so codependent sometimes to the point I think of our detriment. Yeah. To where we kind of like have a hard time stepping outside of our own little safety bubble that we create within our own selves, right? Yeah. And so there was a time when you ran back to the van to get some more water. I know and stuff I had like to that. make you stay. You're like, I'm going to come with you. And I'm like, no, you're okay. I you know, stay. But like, you stay. It was really interesting to me how hard that was for me to do. Yeah. And I tried to like lean into it and I got there. Like I was able uh-huh. to lean in and kind of relax and settle into it. But so much of my safety is like, you're my, you're my security blanket. And I feel more comfortable if I can like see you or if you're close or if I'm holding your hand or something like that. Right? I get that. I know you do. And so there's like that dynamic that you and I have with each other that's both beautiful 
and then I think at times can be, um, I don't want to say detriment because that's too strong of a word, but I think sometimes it can hold us back in experiences or potential experiences. Yeah. So it was just Maybe something that- Maybe it's also something that gives us the ability to strength to step into experiences that we weren't stepping yeah. into. Yeah. So can be a, a growth and kind of a keeping us in our comfort zone. Yeah. I don't think it's a bad thing by any means. Yeah. It's it just simply, I kind of had awareness of it at some point. Yeah. Um, but I'll just share with you this most beautiful part. Do it. Because it was like the thing that I just fucking loved the most. It was hot all day long. Um, we planned nothing as best as we could so best that we, we could. didn't over plan everything. And our solution to not planning anything was like a lot of water. <laughs> which we did wonderful on. We had like 10 gallons of water that we took in the form of little mini water bottles. And then peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, which turned out to be fucking perfect. They were, they right? were. Because, I mean, there were multiple times throughout the day slash evening where I'm like, oh my God, I just want a peanut butter jelly sandwich in my mouth. <laughs> you shared it with somebody. <laughs> you guys shared a sandwich. Um, so that was perfect. And we stay hydrated for the most part. Um, but this was like it. There was like this really sweet spot um, on this little journey I was taking with mushrooms, feeling everything really, really well. And the location that this place was at, it's called uh, the Sea Base. And you can Google it. You can actually go find it. It's really easy to find the Bonneville Sea Base. It's out here in uh, Grantsville. And um, they have water there. It's like this uh, natural, it's not a well but it's just a little small natural body of water that comes up from the ground and has been here forever in a day. Bubbling. Yeah. And they do a lot of stuff there where, you know, you can go there and scuba dive and snorkel and all sorts of stuff. Little pockets that have tropical fish and yeah. One area where we were at, they have sharks. I don't know what kind of sharks, but there's sharks in where we were. (gasps) We swam with sharks. Yeah, I guess we did. They're sharks. We did swim. What, sharks, what kind of sharks are they? They're harmless sharks, like nerf sharks. I, okay, well, harmless or not, they are called sharks. Are you sure they were in the section that we were in? I am positive they were in the section we were in. We swam with sharks. I don't care if they're little How gummy sharks. How are you sharks. positive that they were in that section? Because I've heard it before so many times that when you scuba dive, where you scuba dive, there's that's they have sharks and you can scuba dive with the sharks, and that's the only port port blah, 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 words that you can scuba dive in. Anyways. We swam with sharks. There's water there. And so right at this moment sharks. Uh, in the evening I'm where- I'm recognizing this moment. <laughs> we swam with sharks. Bad it was asses. beautiful. High on mushrooms and we swam with sharks. <laughs> okay. Um, we had this beautiful- Now you make us sound dumb. <laughs> no, there was a, I had a thing with a shark. We looked each other in the eyes and I just knew in that moment that I was part shark. The shark was part human. <laughs> It was a beautiful experience of bonding <laughs> between me and Mr. Shark. Um, but it was this really like perfect timing of the day where it was duskish. The sun was setting and getting lower in the sky. It was cooling off and it had been hot all day long. It's and like my, over 100. Yeah, it was super hot that day. But my mushroom ride was kind of, it wasn't at the peak where it was really intense, but it was just at this really smooth spot where it was kind of fading, but it was still present. And that's when we decided to go over to the water and I just wanted to swim. I knew that I had to get in the water. So we get over there and I stripped down to my underwear and just dive in and had like, oh my goodness, such an experience of being in this water, the water first and foremost has a really high salt content because it's out here in the Great Salt Lake Basin or whatever they want to call it. But this area used to be ocean and the remnants of that ocean is uh, Lake Bonneville and the remnants of Lake Bonneville is the Great Salt Lake and the remnants of all of this shit is just a bunch of salt that's in the ground out here. So this water has a really high salt content which allows you to float very, very easily. And as soon as I got in the water, it was like refreshing and it was wonderful and it was nice. And then I started to like connect to the water and connect to the sky and connect to the earth and all these kind of different things. The moon was out during that time, right? It was one of those days where you can see the moon during the day. So I was connecting to the moon and there were moments when I'm like floating on my back out in the middle of this water. And it's not a huge pond. It's a relatively small 
area of water, but it's nice enough that a bunch of people can get in there and swim. And I'm floating, and my ears are under the water, so I can't really hear anything else that's going on. And I start humming. I remembered um, not too long ago you said something about, yeah, where you cover your ears and you hum and the sound vibration and all that kind of stuff. And I thought about uh, you had me do that a few weeks back, we were sitting at the kitchen table and trying it. And I remember feeling the same thing that I have, like I've done it underwater, like Mm -hmm. in the bathtub and stuff. So that came to me and I'm laying there and I'm looking up and I'm closing my eyes and I'm feeling below, like suddenly I could feel the vastness of not just the depth of this pool of water that I'm in, but like the depths that it went down deep, like into the earth. And I could feel all of this stuff below me and I was floating freely in it and humming underneath the water and I could feel the vibration and I I was looking up and I was looking at the clouds and the sky and everything like that and then I closed my eyes and had like all these beautiful visuals of all this amazing stuff and like floated away from space and time in this moment and it was so incredible it was energizing and relaxing and beautiful. And it felt so, 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 so wonderful. It was amazing. And I didn't want to get out. Like I just wanted to keep floating on my back and humming in the water. And I kept going back and forth between like closing my eyes and looking at the sky and feeling everything below me and above me. And it was just this super incredible connected moment of relaxation and beauty and like wonderment and you were sitting on the uh not the shore but the bank mm-hmm. um whatever we want to call it you were sitting on the on side the edge on of the glory edge. <laughs> hanging on a moment with you <laughs> and um it was just wonderful it felt good to be in the water um i love the water i love swimming i love connecting to it i move i mean Like, it's kind of silly, right? Because we grew up, when I say we, like, I mean my family, my brothers and stuff like that. We grew up taking swimming lessons every summer, uh, went like the whole nine yards. We spent a lot of time learning how to be in the water and swim in the water and everything like that. And I've always felt really comfortable in the water for the most part. I remember being scared of it when I was little, but now it's just like, I love being in the water. It doesn't matter what it is. There's no part of the water that scares me, whether we're in the ocean or like, in the past when we've gone to like Bear Lake or something like that out in the deep where, you know, you can't touch, you don't know what's below, all that, nothing bothers me. I'm like, let me get in the water. I remember a time when um, we were, I was uh, 14 or 15 or something like that. And my mom took us whitewater rafting. It was this kind of unique event that we got to go participate in at the scouting thing. And we got to end up go whitewater rafting. And there comes a point in where the water, you know, it's no longer rapids and it's a calm section mm-hmm. in the river. And the guide is like, this is a spot if anybody wants to get in. And me and my brother just immediately go jump right out <laughs> of the fucking boat and get in the water. I just love it so much. And so it was like a memory of all of those kind of different things of just being so comfortable and in love with the water and feeling comfortable and like at home moving in and with and being surrounded by and kind of embraced and wrapped up in the water as well as like the beauty of everything that was above me and then feeling the depth that was like a really weird thing to feel almost scary just because of how um deep it felt the depth of what was below me as well like in that moment really being able to feel like looking up i could feel the expansiveness of what was above me but that was not overwhelming. That was just beautiful. And then feeling below me and almost like being able to go down and feel the depth of what was below me, that felt really dense. And I wouldn't describe it necessarily as a scary feeling. It was just kind of intense at how dense, uh, I guess all the energy was or whatever it was was below me. Right. So that was amazing. And I loved it. And um, I know you have a part of that story as well that I want you to share, or hopefully oh, that you'll share, but we got out of the water. Um, 
we had to go back to the van. Um, and I was like, after that moment, I just felt like super comfortable and really relaxed in my skin you and Pisces. way. Yeah. 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 I like Pisces. <laughs> I like Pisces people. <laughs> and, um, you know, initially I put my clothes back on after I got out of there and I'm like, fuck that. I don't want to wear these fucking dry clothes with my wet body. So I just stayed in my underwear and walked back to our van and was fucking talking to everybody and waving to everybody and just feeling so comfortable and happy and free. And like in that moment, I felt like this is who Craig is. Like it was a moment where I felt incredibly, um, not just comfortable, but like aligned in a sense with who I am. Like this is how I'm supposed to be. Like I'm walking around in my underwear and I'm wet and my hair is messy and I've got it all dirt over. on Your my feet and like this is the type of person that I am and this is how I like beautiful. to move through the world. So it was a really, really beautiful experience for me. That was like the highlight of the whole event for me was yeah. that experience with the water and in that moment and everything like that. And there was some other really beautiful stuff too that yeah. we can talk about and I want to talk about. But okay. what about you? You know that um, skit on Saturday Night Live? What's the what's that um, character's name? Like what's when they talk about the alien abductions, and she's like, "My experience was a little different." <laughs> yeah, Kate McKinnon plays that character. Kate McKinnon. Uh, I don't so, know if she's actually she does have a name, but um, that's a great. That's SNL. not her name. No, the actress, the 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 comedian, the actress. That's her name, Kate yeah. McKinnon. So I had a Kate McKinnon moment because yeah. I'm like, my moment is also that I'm like, my experience is a little different. <laughs> Y'all like, pull up a chair, grab a beer. I'm going to tell you what my my experience was like. Yeah. That was the daytime experience, right? So tell your daytime experience tell and we'll daytime talk about experience. our nighttime experience. Okay. Um, so that moment when I went back to get food or I went back to get water because we were out of water. So we had this big bag that we were carrying with water. And we were out at that point and needed more. And so you stayed and I went back. And then when I got back to the van, I was like, I don't feel good. Like I'm need some water I need. And I realized how burnt I was. And then I don't know if I was, I think I was just flush because turns out I didn't get a sunburn, but I started putting more sunblock on, but I brought lavender. So I had lavender to help. And I put lavender all over me because to calm the burn. And I wanted to bring food back to you, but I was already getting too hot at this point it was already in effect and i didn't recognize it because i couldn't eat a sandwich there um i like couldn't eat van. until you ate i know i didn't eat and i was like you're not going to eat a sandwich and i'm like maybe you'll eat half so i'm like i just brought one because i didn't bring more i don't know because i was my brain was frying okay. on heat okay and so i'm like you probably even won't eat a whole sandwich you'll just eat half a sandwich and i'll eat the other half and then it'll be fine Okay. And so I go back with a one sandwich and a whole bunch more water and <laughs> go down and I'm trying to drink and I'm starting to get like sick and not feeling well. And I bring you the sandwich and you were hungry and you ate the whole thing. And I was so happy and I'm drinking water trying. You don't think I'm drinking enough water, but I was, but it was starting. The heat was starting to bother me. And so by the time you, I was having so much fun, but by the time you were ready to go to the water, I also wanted to go to the water. I wanted to put my feet in the water and you were being nice and waiting for people. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to stand in the shade because I'm recognizing like my body needs to regulate. I'm not feeling great. Um, I'm scared about getting in the water because it's like a, it's like a steep embankment. There's no like stairs unless you're at the scuba diving part, but they won't let you use those stairs. They're only for scuba divers, not for all you stripping your clothes off, getting in the water people. Um, and I was afraid I couldn't get out. And so I was nervous. I'm like, I'm going to swim because I'm hot. I'm like, I know I need to cool down. And then by the time we got over to the water, I remember we first put our feet in there. The first time I felt so good. Yeah, earlier. And in my the day. body started cooling off. And so I'm like, I'll just put my feet in. It'll be good. So I kick my feet in the water and you jump in. And so I'm sitting there getting more hot, no food, having like, and the, the sun is like reflecting. And so... I know that I can't get in the water at this point. I'm like, I am too sick to get in the water. I'm too queasy and I don't trust that I'll be able to, like, I'm already not a strong swimmer. I'm not. And so I didn't trust myself to like, I was smart enough to realize drowning is not a good thing. <laughs> I'm not getting in right now. I don't feel good. I'm going to sit here. 
and then it was getting, um, you were having such a wonderful experience and going back and forth and you were trying to encourage me. And I was like, we need to like, I need to go or get in. I was like, I want to get in. And then you were helping me. I'm like, I'm not going to be able to get out. And you're like, I'll help you out. So then it came time. Like I need to cool off. I don't feel good. Like I am, I am too hot. I'm, I don't feel good. Um, and then I wanted to like not have clothes on, but I also was afraid to like not have clothes on. So I was strong. I took off my shirt and my bra and I had, had my boobs all out. Topless. <laughs> I was topless and I was like already like anxious with that, but I left my pants on cause they were like tight leggings anyways. It was like Scooby gear. <laughs> 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 and I remember just like diving in and wasn't just like, cause I was embracing it. It was like, gotta hide the boobs. <laughs> <laughs> Get these titties in the water. (laughs) And then I remember it took a really long time to surface. And I was like, come on. (laughs) And I could feel the salt and the water going down. And when I came up, um, the salt was so hard that it was like compressing me. It was like, it felt like it was squeezing my chest. It was dense. And I was nervous. I was like on the brink of heat exhaustion. I was not feeling good. Um, And then just like that, that shock and... So it was holding and I'm like, <laughs> like trying to breathe. <laughs> you were convincing me to float. And when I finally did float, it felt amazing. And you could just float. You could just completely float. It supported you, which was fantastic. Yeah. But the problem was, is that you are totally tits up <laughs> when you're floating. <laughs> so I would like go back and forth between hiding the boobs and then feeling like my chest was being compressed to floating so I could breathe and exposing the ladies <laughs> just back and forth. And, but it was okay. And I was getting, like, I was starting to really experience peace with it. Yeah. And it was such a beautiful thing. And just feeling the water and you're like, um, no, the humming part didn't come yet, but I was enjoying the moment and with you. And then the, old, the only time I could breathe was like that. And then all of a sudden, like I waited for, we were there for a long time before I got in. So I was, I knew that the people that we were hanging out with weren't coming. Yeah. And then look who showed up. <laughs> <laughs> I was happy to see them. I was not happy to see them topless. <laughs> they weren't topless. I was topless. Yeah. So I was like, oh my fucking God. <laughs> oh my God. I already told you it was like the dream that you have where you're naked in front of people. I'm like, but this isn't a dream. I can't wake up. I am naked in front of people. (laughs) And then so I was trying to swim to hide it, but then I couldn't breathe. (laughs) So I would have to, I would just have to like surface my boots (laughs) so I could breathe. It was, oh, it was so hard. It was so hard. And then at one point you let me know that one of the uh, guys around decided it was a good time to take out a GoPro and start recording us, which I was really unhappy about. Um, So thank you for taking care of that and having him put away his camera because even though what he claimed what a beautiful moment it was, you know, bullshit. Yeah, that was like a side note. That wasn't anybody that we knew. Yeah, no. That weren't the people, that wasn't the people we were hanging Mm -hmm. out with or anything like that. It was some fucking douche that was one of those fucking creepy, dumbass fucking guys that, pretends that he's something that he's not and then he's like this is just such a beautiful moment i think we should share it with people so i'm gonna set up my gopro because there's like there's a lot of women there that are naked you know both topless or completely naked or whatever just various stages of unclothedness and it was nothing but comfortable and relaxing for everybody that was in the environment until the camera and then this fucking dude and i was like yeah, I did not like that at all. So you took care of it, thankfully. Yeah. Thank you. Um, so I was like battling that back and forth. And then off they came up, or not that person, but the people that we were, yeah, people that we were knew that we were hanging out with. And so I'm just trying to like talk to them like normal. Like everything's fine. It's fine that I'm sitting here. It's fine that my breasts are completely out. It's fine. Hi, you have all your clothes on, but my breasts are just like bobbing in. <laughs> I bet if we were to ask those women, right? Because it was, it was, they were uh, so nice. They were so incredibly nice. Yeah. But it was the guys from Mormons on Mushrooms. Um, it was Mike's wife, Audrey, and her uh, sister. 
Mm-hmm. And I feel bad that I can't remember her sister's name, but she was really wonderful as well. Really, really wonderful. And I'm sure they were we, so nice. I'm sure if we would have Thank asked them. Thank you for not them, making me feel bad. I was mortified and trying <laughs> so hard not to be. But I'm sure they probably would have wanted to be the same. I'm sure they probably would have wanted to be. Well, I mean, like, who doesn't want to swim naked? Right. right? I did want in that to. that type of environment. Who doesn't I, want to? I wanted to? to swim completely naked. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad I didn't for the exit reason that we'll explain <laughs> that. But they were wonderful. They were wonderful. And I did end up having an incredible moment in the water. So as I'm floating and my my flotation devices are getting some sun, I notice there's birds up in the sky mm-hmm. and they're like right above me and they're just like kind of gliding with their wings out and I had my arms out. And it was this moment that it was like I was weightless and I was with them and I was like, I'm flying with the birds and I was just feeling it and I would like kind of move my body and I'm like, I'm flying with the birds. And it's like, it's like, like not a dream. You know how you can fly in your dreams, dreams when you control them. But it was like, I was flying with them. And then my like vision had them looking at me and being like, I'm flying with her. Like they were flying with me. I was flying with them because we were just like this perfect mirror of each other. I probably had something to do with a lot of sun and some mushrooms, but I was totally flying <laughs> with the birds in that moment. And it was so profound. It was so beautiful. And then it came time to go. And thank you for pulling me out of the water because it was Assisting apparent. you. I helped you out of the water. You didn't assist me out. I was like, mm, I've got no strength. <laughs> I'm stuck. <laughs> and you pulled me out. And thank goodness I had pants on for that because otherwise, well, you get the picture. <laughs> it was fun. And it was wonderful. Yeah. It was wonderful. So thank you. Yeah. You're welcome. Thank you. There's, I'm there's, so glad that you got in. Yeah? Yeah. Like, as soon as I got in the water, I'm like, oh, baby, you got to be in yeah. this water. And I was like, I'm dying. Yeah. I'm <laughs> like, I knew that you needed to be in the water. Not just because, it, like, it was going to cool you off and you were going to feel better and everything like that. But it was like, the there, there was magic in the water. There was magic. And it was like, you need to get in here and fill this. But I was being very, like, I knew that you were in the midst of your own journey and process and fucking nightmare and it's just really sick yeah I just too much heat and not enough food probably not enough water even though i was drinking enough water yeah. i couldn't keep up with the heat yeah it was so. a rough it was a rough day for yeah. in some regards right um and then what happened next you were walking back in this beautiful moment and i was like my chest is hurting I have massive chest pain. I'm like, we got to get back to the van and it would be okay. The chest pain intensified severely. I had bad heartburn that was like, I always have heartburn. I have heartburn quite frequently, but this was a different. And it was like really, and I'm like, these are signs of a heart attack for a woman. So then I went into a panic attack thinking I was having a fucking heart attack. (laughs) (laughs) A lot had happened. (laughs) Yeah. It was was like a lot of pressure, a lot of exhaustion, a lot of heat coming out, a lot of exposure, literally and figuratively. And I had a heart. I almost said I had a heart attack. I had a panic attack. I thought I was, I thought I was having a heart attack. It was a really rough and scary patch. Like I'm sitting here like, ha ha ha. I had a panic attack. I thought I was dying, but I thought I was dying. I think that's such an important thing to share. Mortified. Yeah. After the fact. But I think that's such an important thing to share, right? To ignore heart attack symptoms. (laughs) Not to ignore heart attacks, but to recognize, I mean, there's one hand where it's just a panic attack. You just had a panic attack, right? Yeah. And then we move on and you just had a panic attack. It's not a big deal. But in the moment, it feels like a really big fucking deal. I thought I was, and I was terrified that I was, I was trying to get ready to call the kids just so I could say, I love you one more time. I thought I was fucking dying. Yeah. There's so many people that experience that. Yeah. And I'm going to cry. I know it sucks. It's hard. I was so scared. Yeah. I was really scared. And it's okay. You know? That's why I think it's important to talk about and share because there are a lot of people that experience those things mm-hmm. and feel like, I'm, I'm, I mean, I have panic attacks. I don't think I have them to the same. I have them in a different way than you have them. That's just an easy way to quantify I have it. them like that too. I don't always think I'm dying. Yeah. But sometimes I think I'm dying. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. Like that doesn't mean anything other than oh, I have anxiety and I have panic attacks sometimes. And it's just a blip on the screen. It's a moment in time and it passes. And so many people, I think, don't allow for that, like, acceptance 
that that's a thing and then that's okay that they have them and it's not a big deal. Yeah, I think like there's the emotional embarrassment. Like I was terrified that um, like after it started fading, I mean, it was still intense, but when it started fading and I had the possibility, like when it started entering my head that this might be just a panic attack and I'm not really dying because I was very much trying to stay calm to lower my heart rate and I could yeah. feel myself going. I started checking capillaries. I started just like, who and having you assess me a lot because I was fucking terrified. But after it started to um, wean a little bit, then I was like, I'm going to ruin the whole night. I cannot ruin the night. I cannot make this our first time at a festival about me. I cannot take it all over. I can't ruin it. We have to get back out there. And then I'm like, massive pain that's radiating through the front and my back and I got fire in my throat and it hurts if I try to take a breath or swallow the massive amount of pain and like everything hurts and like I'm dying <laughs> um so like embarrassment came in so that's a big deal the embarrassment of it and um I hate anxiety I hate those those panic attacks where it inhibits. In, in, What's the word? It takes you out. Like you're, um, you're just like you're almost incapacitated. Everything hurts. You can feel everything. Everything's sharp. It's like you can't hold still. Your whole body is like on fire, and everything is a stimulus that just is drowning. Like you're drowning, and it just feels like everything is screaming. And you either like withdraw completely, or you lose your shit because it's yeah. so intense. I hate those. Those are miserable. And then you have the ones where you're, you think you're dying. Yeah. Like, I mean, even in those ones that are just the miserable, intense, the extreme of emotions, you still have the dying thought in your head because I'm like, my heart's not going to be able to take this. This is too much stress for my body because I know I'm having a panic attack there. Like, this is too much stress. My heart can't take it. I've made too many bad choices as, as a kid. You know, my heart's not going to be able to take this. I'm not going to sustain this. It's going to lead to a pan or to a heart attack. But you don't think you're dying in that moment. And then you have the ones where it's not all these emotions. It's not all that. It's just like straight up, I'm having a heart attack. I can't breathe. I'm having a heart attack. They're a big deal. They are a big deal. They're terrifying. They are terrifying. I do get them less. And then my extre like emotional extremities one, I handle better now. Than those physical ones? I can like... Like even like I watch them now, I'm getting emotional. <laughs> I'm um, I feel a panic. <laughs> <laughs> we keep talking about it, and I'm being very. Um, um, I it's so scary. It is scary. In I the think moment. you asked me a question, but I don't remember what it's it okay. was because I got lost in the feeling of panic attacks. And I just I think rambled. it's important to recognize that it happens and it's okay that it happens. And you're not ruining anything if it happens. Exactly. You're okay. You didn't ruin anything. The event was wonderful. And the time that you and I got to spend together was beautiful. And you didn't ruin anything. And you're okay. And you survived. And, and we got back out there. And we did. It we had finally faded you know, and we were able to relax in the van for a little bit and hydrate and calm ourselves, get some you water. You had to hold me a lot. That's okay. <laughs> Tell me, remind me consistently that I wasn't dying. Yeah, that's not a hard thing for me. That's a joyful thing for me to be able to sit with you during those experiences. Mm. Um and then we go on into the evening. Um first off, Stephanie and I are amazing, if you're not aware of that. And we're super Just listen cool. to our podcast. We'll <laughs> tell you. We're very cool people that think everybody should probably go to bed around 10 o'clock at night. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody else at this festival did not agree with us. But what we did was just to keep it really simple and basic because we've gone and we've gone places all the time in our van and slept in the back of our van out in the middle totally of nowhere. And it's people. really wonderful. But this time because... We wanted to kind of enjoy the night air and the sky. Yes. We took a mattress. Yes. That we have we in did. our basement that's big enough for the both of us to sleep on comfortably. And we set out a tarp and threw the mattress on the ground and slept out underneath the stars. Hmm. And so imagine a day filled with all of this wonderful stuff, ending it, um, coming back and just being able to lay out underneath the sun. I'm sorry, underneath the stars. The stars. It was a cool evening. Um, the stars were beautiful. You're out in the so middle beautiful. of nowhere with almost no light pollution. Ended up seeing the Milky Way. 
You can see the Milky Way. And you're like on this beautiful high of just love and being alive, not dying in the van a few hours earlier. You're pretty grateful for life. That was really amazing. Um, But as night night set in, um, we took some uh, edibles and went back out into the uh, party and back out into the experience. This was for the calming factor. The edible was a choice. It wasn't a high at that point. It was like, I need to calm (laughs) my anxiety. So as soon as I was sure I wasn't dying, it was like, let's... Yeah. Let's try and choose a healthy method to reduce my anxiety. That and part, it worked. it worked. Yeah. That part was really obvious to me that I like just talking to people. I, I, I don't mind like music and loud music and I can take a certain amount of that, right? After a while, it gets to be just too much for me. Um, but I really like being able to just talk to people. And the nighttime didn't really accommodate much of that. Yeah. Everybody was busy dancing and moving. It and was very much a different event yeah, at night. Yeah, a different feel and a different environment. and um, Turned into a rave. Which is fine. Yeah, so right? fine. Everybody gets to enjoy it the yeah, way that they want to no enjoy criticism. it. no uh, criticism. The favorite part for me in the evening was when we went and found the... Um, fire magic the twirler The fire dancers. spinner people that spin the sticks of fire and stuff. my favorite stuff. too. And um, it was wonderful because they had like a seating area set up around this open uh, sectioned off spot where people would go in and spin spin fire. And that was so fun. That was, was such amazing. a wonderful thing to just kind of sit and relax for a minute in this kind of like the edible, the marijuana had hit just right. And it was like peaceful and relaxing and <laughs> fire <laughs> fun. And then you get to watch fire spin Spitting. in front of you and... Um, like there was so many aspects of that that were just wonderful and felt good and a bit felt great to kind of connect with you and be in that space and it was beautiful. It was very beautiful, and then we were able to go back to bed. And we went to bed, and we went to because bed because it's almost bedtime now. Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> it was seven o'clock. Why we like to go to bed early? We go to bed. Um, but we finished the night great. We finished the night in bed together underneath the stars, and it was fucking perfect. It's beautiful, just fucking perfect. So, thank you, people that put on that event. Yes. Right. Thank you, yes. everybody involved in. I'll uh, try not to think I'm dying and next facilitating time. that event. We're definitely down for more. Yeah. Like we're going. We're definitely going to seek out less ravey club loud music with glow sticky stuff. It was still super cool. Yeah. It just. Yeah. But I want to like connect to people. Yes. I want to talk. I want to visit. I want to sit down. I want to get to know somebody. I want to feel somebody. I want to be in that space of being able to really connect and relax and nature and all that kind of stuff. So we're going to look for some more of those events. And if you know any of those events, please pass them on and uh, send them our way. But what's the biggest takeaway from you? Not necessarily like, like what's the biggest personal takeaway Um, from having that experience? I did get more comfortable in my skin. Yeah. Um, Titties I, were out. Titties were out. You're so fucking that was, beautiful, by the way. Thank you. That's You're nice so beautiful. To say. I am so ashamed of my body. And I know, like, <sighs> I am so body positive for people and I try so hard to be for myself. But I am so disappointed in myself. Yeah. And so, like, I won't wear shorts. I won't. And it's fucking summer and it's stupid. It doesn't matter what my legs look like. It doesn't matter what anybody's legs look like. Wear shorts. Get comfortable. But I hide. Um... And so one of the things I noticed after that is I wore shorts once. No, actually twice. But I wore them Three in public. Times <laughs> um, and that's not like, like I feel like almost selfish in saying that that's a big takeaway. But I don't feel like that is selfish because I'm trying so hard to love me. Yeah. And so many things about me. And so I find so many things wrong about me which aren't wrong about me. So just that little bit that even after all of that, for one, I didn't make you call an ambulance. (laughs) Um, But I found a way to be more, I put on a pair of shorts and I'm just accepting, I'm accepting the fact that I can't talk, um, but trying to accept my body for where it is and just still be super grateful for it. Um, And then let it be cool in the summer and wear shorts because I don't have to be, I can be me in so many different ways. I can be me. I don't have to hate myself. I can love myself. That's a big takeaway, baby. Yeah, that's a good one. That's so. a very good one. That was mine. What was yours? Um, I think for me, 
kind of the big takeaway was that realization of how much I really like connecting to people. And I can think back to like, because when we got done with the water and we were walking back to the van and I'm, I mean, I'm saying I'm strutting around in my underwear only because I felt super comfortable. I don't feel comfortable in my body, right? I wear shorts all the time. I don't have an issue with the way my legs look, but uh, I feel fat. I don't feel comfortable with my shirt off. I feel awkward. I feel all these kind of different things. And I'm just strutting back, you know, in my underwear. And I felt so childlike. And I had awareness of how much I felt like a little boy. Like just the way that kids will like walk up to strangers and just start talking. Hey, what are you doing? What's your name? My name is blah, 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 blah. blah. And then they start talking, you know, I have a dog too. Do you have a dog? I like dogs. What are you doing over here? Like that felt really, really good. And I realized how much I really like connecting to people and talking to people. And it's kind of no surprise Like if I look back over the course of my life, I've always been that way in some regards, right? I've always really liked learning about people and hearing them and asking them questions and wanting, like there was one lady, I was so dead set on finding her again because I met her when you went back to the van. Was it the bracelet lady that you told me about? We never saw her. We never saw her again, but she was a wonderful lady that was walking around giving away free friendship bracelets. I'm so sad I didn't get to see her. Yes, friendship bracelet lady if you listen to this podcast. How wonderful is that? Like that was her goal? She was like creating friends. We should probably find her and have her on the podcast. (laughs) That's a beautiful thing. But she was very sweet and she had beautiful tattoos. She had like this beautiful cat, not caterpillar, but um, butterfly tattoo. Yeah. That like went through the whole cycle of a butterfly, the pupa and the caterpillar. It was very, very beautiful. And of course she had like Metatron's cube in a bunch of different spots and all sorts of sacred geometry shit, but just a really beautiful person. And, it was like a momentary blip of meeting her, but it was just like, that's what I like. I like connecting with people and hearing people's stories and learning about them and listening to them. And when I say feel, I'm not talking about like tactilely, you yeah. know, touching people, but being able to feel yes. the people. Yeah, I get that. And that's like my big takeaway is that that's a big part of what makes me feel good and makes me happy and like that's a big part of who I am and I like connecting to people that way and I always have I'm always like let's turn down the music so that we can have a conversation yeah let's you know like I don't want to distract ourselves with whatever else is going on I want to talk to you I want to hear what you have to say I want to connect you I want to feel you and this was like a really good reminder and a refresher for that for me of like oh that's the type of person that I am and I'm really not a standoff person. Person, yeah. I'm really not a person that wants like, you know, half-assed generic, show me your shield and I'll show you my shield or my mask and your mask. Like, I don't want to see what you just represent and show to people out in public. And this was a place where a lot of people were letting all of that stuff down. Yeah. So it was really wonderful. And um, I want to do more of that. So I'm like trying to take that type of energy and that reminder of the type of person that I am. And then how can I bring it into the real world where it's really scary? (laughs) Right. You know, not everybody's into, you know, dancing in the desert high on mushrooms or whatever. So we'll see. But that's a big takeaway for me. I love it. I agree. And I love it. Yeah. Do you feel like I'm that type of person? I feel like you're that type of person. I feel like I'm that type of person. I think we're all, like our cores are kind of like, I don't know, I guess not all of us, but I feel like there's a lot of us out there. That are connection, right? It's so important. It's so important. It gives so much like enrichment and value, right? Mm -hmm. Like I don't remember what fucking songs were played or like what it, No. you know, I remember the. I I can see people feeling the music. I can remember feeling the music. I remember what it felt like. I remember like. Like just when people would really get lost in the songs and yeah. they would like almost like ecstatic dance and just feel it. I can remember that because when you see people in their true, like just rawness when they're right there, like that's what I connect to. And so I can remember that, but I don't remember what music. I just remember how the feelings of me and the feelings of people around me. Yeah. It's amazing. It's way cool. Uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting the podcast. Uh, we don't mention it often and we should probably start mentioning it more, but 
the podcast is something that we do out of like a labor of love and passion because it's so wonderful and powerful for us for so many different reasons. And we love all the people that we get to talk to and chat with, interview, as well as the fact that we get to uh, provide all of this wonderful stuff for you guys to enjoy. So if you like the podcast and you want to support the podcast, it's incredibly easy. You can go to Energy is Love podcast and click on support and uh, send us money via PayPal. All of it is welcome. Uh, we use it all to buy more mushrooms for <laughs> festivals out in the desert. Not really. Uh, we obviously put it back into the podcast and it helps um, when it comes to all the different production costs associated with the show. Also go to Instagram. Like we said at the beginning of the episode, mm -hmm. we're doing a free giveaway uh, two tickets to Brandy Carlisle, which is kind of really fucking amazing. Really amazing. So all really? the details are on Instagram. You can find it all there. And thank you so much for listening, thank everybody. You. I love you, Stephanie. I love you, Craig. The people that are listening, I love you. Love you. Bye-bye. Bye. <laughs> I was excited to be me, but I was also like, holy shit, they're going to see me. <laughs> we swam with sharks. Yeah, I guess we did. Baby's Functional. first rave at 40. Exactly. <laughs> but the problem was, is that you are totally tits up <laughs> when you're <laughs> floating. <laughs>